The Hokkanui Breakfast Show with Connor Kitto Podcast. The half hour of farming experts. Good morning, Dean. Good morning, Connor. How's things, mate? How's um, the farming tracking? A bit warmer lately, so that's always good news. Yeah, it's great to see the sun, Connor. Grass is growing, animals are a lot happier, and people are a lot happier too, so yeah. it's good. It's really good. And I understand that the busy period of calving and lambing and all that starting to kind of slow down a bit now? Yeah, look, we've got calves weaned, lambs tailed, um, starting to get on top of the groundwork, tractor work, which will have to be done by the 1st of November in a few years' time. Um, so ticked all those boxes off, so we're just sort of in a wee, a wee lull period before we start uh, mating with the cows again in a couple of days' time, so the vicious cycle starts all over again. Now you say that calves weaned, oh, because I'm green and I'm not really sure what that means. What is weaning? So that means when we stop giving them milk. Right. Um, now they're just on, on a diet of grass and meal. So we wait till they get to about 100 kgs live weight mm-hmm. around that figure. And then um, once I've hit that target, well, then we'll, we'll, we've been gradually cutting the milk down over the last sort of fortnight, um, making sort of encouraging them to eat a bit more grass and a bit more meal. So now I've hit those targets. Uh, the milk's been knocked on the head. And um, they're just purely on a, on a grass diet and meal diet now. So it saves a lot of time in the morning having to feed calves. Great news. And yesterday you were out judging a pet day. <laughs> that sounds uh, slightly hectic. Yeah, um, just got roped into last night. Happened judge the pet lambs at the Wyndham Main pet day for the Glenham, Wyndham, Edendale schools. Nice. Um, it's a pretty cool day, especially when the weather's like this. It's fantastic. So all the kids are very proud of their their lambs and their and their calves and their dogs and there's a few ponies, goats, <laughs> their hens, cats, you name it. It's down here. So. Um, it's great to see the smile on kids' faces, telling them that, having them um, explain about their pets and how they look after them. And yeah, yeah, it'd be great to see more of it, really. So those are, those are just their family pets they bring from home. Yeah, they are, or they've grabbed the lamb out of the paddock, it's been awful <laughs> by his mother, and taught it to lead, or same as the calves. So yeah, it's really cool to see it all happening, really. I guess that's all about, and this is the thing I had a conversation with Nigel Woodhead about this a couple of weeks ago, about getting kids around animals, and you can tell the difference between a, a kid that's grown up around animals on a farm, or etc., as to a kid who's grown up in an urban area, because they have that comfortability, if that's a word, uh, they're comfortable around animals. Yeah, it's just the natural stock sense that they build up um, growing up around animals, it's just one of, those, one of those things that you sort of inherit over time, I guess, and it's, yeah, we just need to get more more schools and particularly the, the urban areas out doing this sort of stuff really. Mm. Dean Ravage, sheep and beef farmer and dairy farmer down in South and thanks for your time this morning mate, we'll catch you back to next week No worries, thanks Connor. Stay in the know with the Hokanui Breakfast with Connor Kitto Podcast. Bernadette Hunt Good morning Bernadette. G'day Connor Firstly just a quick congratulations by the way on winning that uh, Women of the Year award at the Gore Community Awards and I know you're quite a humble person so you probably prefer me not to thank you but well done, I think very well deserved Thanks, Connor. Yeah, no, it was a really nice night and, um, yeah, cool to see loads of people getting recognised and, um, yeah, hopefully, um, yeah, there's loads of thank yous going on to people that didn't get recognised as well because, gosh, there's so many people that do so much stuff in our community. It was such a great place. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Hey, Bernadette, what's been happening in the farm? Are you full full on at the moment, I'm guessing? Yeah, it's absolute um, peak of spring busyness at the moment it's um yeah there's tractors going off in all directions and um lots of stock coming and going as well but yeah the tractor works in full flight now the contracting works so we've um been busy planting arable crops like barley and oats and we're planting some summer turnips um at the moment on some dairy farms so that's you know some dairy farmers like to feed out turnips or they plant turnips to help get them through that 
drier patch through sort of January and February when the mm. grass might slow down a bit. Um, they plant some turnips to keep the cows going through that period of time. Right, okay. Uh, so, so those are going in the ground at the moment, and there's um, groundwork and preparation going on to plant next season's winter crops as well. So the chow and um, swedes go in a little bit later, but the fodder beets sort of going in now. So, um, yeah, in, in every one of those paddocks, there's a whole lot of work to be done to to prepare it before it gets planted. So some of those paddocks you go over several times for the tractor before the crop actually goes in. So, mm. um, yeah, no, it's, it's busy, long days. The guys are here at sort of 6 in the morning and home, you know, any time between 10 and midnight at night. Yeah. And, you know, when the weather's good, we're, we're out there and busy. <laughs> now, it might be a stupid question, Bernadette, but what, where do your oats go? I'm guessing do they come into our breakfast in the mornings? Where do they go? Yeah, they do. They go off to the Haraway's factory in Dunedin and come back in bags into the supermarket as porridge and muesli bars and things like that. So, yep, if you buy Haraway's oats, chances are you're buying, you could be getting oats from Eastern Southland. There's quite a lot of oats growing around this area that go over the Haraway's in Dunedin. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm guessing because of all the wet weather we had kind of over the last kind of month and the start of spring in particular, this has condensed a lot of what you have to do? Yeah, it has. So we, um, it pushed us, you know, kind of two or three weeks behind in getting started in the groundwork. So wow, okay. it, we still want the crops in at the same, you know, by, you know, as quickly as we can because they've got a limited growing season. You know, we, we have to harvest all those arable crops before the winter comes and, um, you know, the winter crops obviously are needed from, from the beginning of May. So yeah, they've got a limited growing window. So we've got to get them all in as quickly as we can. So yeah, it just does, it puts the pressure on big time. It makes the hours longer because we've just got to get the stuff in the ground as quickly as we can. So, um, yeah, but to be fair, ground conditions around the place are only just ready to go. So although mm. we're behind, we haven't really been able to do a huge amount extra until now because the ground conditions just haven't been good enough. And actually further south in the province, it's still there's still some paddocks that you can't really get on because it's been so wet. So it does make it pretty stressful and challenging. Now I'm guessing then because of that, then farmers down, like you said, lower south will be really struggling to get on with the job and, and also probably looking for some help as well. Yeah, absolutely. So, the, yeah, the pressure comes on, on all the contractors and the people that do the tractor work. Last year in Western Southland, you couldn't get onto a lot of paddocks until sort of Christmas time. So um, those crops just went in way later. But luckily, we had a pretty kind winter. Um, yeah, we did. You know, but, but there was enough growth that, that, that everybody got through. Uh, but, yeah, it, it is pretty stressful, and everybody everybody wants their stuff in the ground as quickly as they can so it can start growing. And also so that it gets gets up and going before things go drier in the summer. You want them to have a good developed root system before things go a bit drier. So, yeah, there's loads of reasons we want stuff in the ground as quick as we can. Long may this warm weather continue. Bernadette Hunt, Southland Federated Farmers Vice President. Thanks for your time this morning, Bernadette. Have a good day. You too. Thanks, Connor. The Half Hour of Farming Experts on Hokanui.